Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wisdom and Woo podcast. I am your host, Erin, and today we have a quickie, a very melodramatic look at what it looks like to be on the precipice of the abyss of some of your potentially problematic patterns. Um, We're just looking at how interesting it is to come up against this from a place of greater awareness. You know, we start out completely unconscious and we just do these things. We go through the motions, barely even noticing what's happening. And then we start to notice, right? And then eventually we're so aware that we, we encounter the interesting dichotomy of knowing what you're doing and still feeling a little bit like it's difficult to stop. So that's what today's podcast is about. I hope you enjoy it. Um, So without further ado, here we go. We choose to believe that things can't change because deep down, we don't want them to. We are addicted to the chaos and the excitement of our toxic patterns. The gravity, the gravity that they hold, it's way too easy when you think to yourself, I'm just gonna go and take a peek one more time. It's too easy to to be pulled back in. And the hardest part about it is being able to see exactly what you just did while you're in it. And to take responsibility for the fact that you let it happen without basically being pulled even further in by overwhelming sense of failure which would then lead you to believe that you don't deserve to overcome these patterns that keep throwing you back into situations that make you doubt yourself, that make you feel full of fear, that make you feel like you can't have it all. It's bullshit. And I know it's such a, it's, it's, uh, it's an oversimplification to say that Anything can change. Your patterns can change. Trauma can be healed. You just have to believe it. Maybe, maybe it's not just about belief. Maybe it comes down to, well, no, not even maybe. It comes down to whether you actually want it or not. It's hard. It's hard. The things we are addicted to feel really fucking good. Being high feels good. No one can say that it doesn't. And there's infinite ways to feel high. Some of us are addicted to things. Some of us get addicted to people. Some of us are addicted to shame. 
but we can change these things. We just have to want to. And you can struggle with that. And in fact, that's part of the process of healing is sitting with this knowledge, acknowledging I haven't wanted to look at these things. I haven't been willing to look at these things to take full responsibility for my shit. One of the first things we do to sabotage the efforts to start breaking these cycles, these walls that we keep hitting in our lives, you know, we we think we want something, right? We think we want success. We think we want the relationship, whatever. And we find ourselves in a pattern of getting close to those things and then hitting a wall and feeling like something happens. And of course, it's something that isn't our fault. Or is it? Oh, whoa. Isn't life fun? All right. So. The pitfall, one of the first pitfalls is lacking self-compassion. We can't, we can't hold space for the ways in which others are also slaves to their own patterns and trauma and addictions if we can't hold space for our own. That's when, hopefully, eventually, you look back and you go, oh shit, I was so, I lacked tolerance and no wonder I didn't feel like I got tolerance because I didn't, you know, your reality mirrors what's inside. If your circumstances keep reinforcing that you aren't deserving of understanding, that you aren't deserving of being here because anything, your way of doing things is different. then that's because there's a part of you that can't give that to others. Because you can't give it to yourself. So, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. And I think I think it's super human to struggle with that because I think well, we're taught that we have to earn our place. And we believe that we earn our place by giving to others first. But it's the other way around. If you can get to a point where you fully have settled in to the truth that giving everything to yourself first is how you will actually truly serve others, down the road in a way that is healthy and sustaining then you know you've crossed a you've crossed a threshold you've made a breakthrough of course there might be times in the future where you forget that you know part of the moving of the planets the transits the way that mercury retrograde happens what is it like once a quarter or twice a year, or something like that. 
is indicative of these, these patterns and cycles where we revisit things. Because, I mean, I think we all can agree that humans have a hard time really learning hard lessons and sticking with those lessons. If, if it was easy for humans to do that, we wouldn't have rehab, you know? Um, we wouldn't have... Uh, it wouldn't be normal for people to be on and off in relationships. That wouldn't be something that ever happened. We'd establish, Kate, we're not good for each other, and we'd just move on, and we wouldn't go back. We, we revisit things because it's about deepening. If we can, all of us, fully deepen our belief in our worth, we'll see that reflected in the world around us. And I think, and I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it until I'm blue in the face, until I die. Oh, Jesus Christ. My cat is just obsessed with me right now. Anyways, she's on my lap. Anyways, um, where was I? Deepening. Blue in the face. Yes. There's a real fear that if we all actually felt that we are worthy, inherently worthy, that nothing would happen. That we'd all become self-indulgent, uh, heathenistic, hedonistic. You know, you know the story. You know the story. And it's really interesting that even those who think religion is bullshit in the story of Adam and Eve in the garden is bullshit still struggle deep down with wrapping their head around the idea that How do I put this? There, oh, yeah. We've, we've been basically eating lies forever. That Eve, Eve taking a bite of that apple, if, if we have, if we believe that that, is that doomed us? Then that's what we'll see in our reality. And we're going to just keep seeing it and keep seeing it. This notion that the notion that if there isn't rules in place, that we are fucking animals. That don't that don't deserve the right to live. And I think I think we struggle with that for a long time when we have a lot of fears about ourselves. 
If we have a lot of fear that something is inherently wrong with us, that we're a bad person, yeah, we feel a lot safer subscribing to the notion that we need restrictions, we need guilt, we need scarcity in order to make sure we, I don't know, do what we need to do. But it's not true. It's just not. Kids, kids don't, okay, most kids don't have a single thought in mind regarding paying bills. But do they, do they, with this sense of not having really hardly any responsibilities, do they do nothing in place of that? Or do they still have passions and desires and drive? Do they still like to learn? Do they still like to play? Do they still do things during the day? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Scarcity. Scarcity applies to more than just material. And we are, we are this year, oh boy, this year's just like every other year, really. And in years to come, we are going to be asked to decide. Do we want to continue living from a scarcity mindset? Doubting that we have the capability to live full, rich lives without burning ourselves out, without, without some sort of fear that drives us. Can something else drive us? I say yes. I think it's, yeah. You know, it's going to sound so love and light, but it's fucking love. That's what we like. That's what we want. We can be driven by something other than fear. And still get shit done. I'd hazard a guess that we'd actually even have an easier time getting stuff done. Because then we wouldn't keep butting up against all these things like fear of failure. Shame around, you know, knowing yourself and maybe getting into something and then realizing that it doesn't feel right for you, that it doesn't resonate. And changing your mind, changing course. We are capable of so much more. We can hold space for so much more complexity than we 
than we believe right now. The feminine energy is waiting patiently. You take however long you need to to keep hastily, fearfully building your walls, reinforcing your walls, putting up those spikes. Got to be safe, got to be safe. Not enough to go around, including love, which isn't true. She's waiting for you to realize that you can just, you don't need to build those walls. Trust and know that you are worthy no matter what.